You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back. Segment number two, Silver and Black today on this Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, Raider Nation. We appreciate you being with us on our Odyssey original podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. Again, Mo, we told him last week, and we got the email this week. We're still in third place. We're third nationally amongst the 32-team podcasts on the Odyssey Network. Only the Eagles and Cowboys podcasts are ahead of us, and we're just behind the number two team, which is the Cowboys podcast. We're only two percentage points when it comes to downloads. Mo, I, w- I want to get to number two really quick. We have to get to number two. I mean, do you want to be, you know, behind the Cowboys? I understand the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles are undefeated and everything. Their fans are all hyped about that. But come on, the yes. Cowboys, they had Cooper Rush as their quarterback. You cannot tell yeah. me that the Raiders don't have more fanfare, more buzz around this team, despite the record with all the stars that they have in their quarterback who is polarizing. Come on, Derek Carr, Cooper <laughs> Rush, not a contest. Let's get no. with it. No, I mean, yes, the Cowboys are four and two, the Raiders are one and four, but that shows you just how loyal Raider Nation is. One and four, and we're still number three in mm-hmm. the podcast ratings for Odyssey in the NFL behind a four and two and a six and O team. Okay. So so help us do that. Just just subscribe to the podcast, hit auto download. So turn it on so that it always downloads when a new show is available. And of course, tomorrow we will do our popular mailbag show. It's usually on Wednesday. We had to do it on Friday last week because of the switch up with Monday Night Football, but it will be on Wednesday. So tomorrow. So make sure you uh, check that out as well. And then our normal Thursday where we do some pregame for Sunday's game against the Houston Texans. And then of course we'll have our post game myself and Murph from Raiders Fan Radio will give you instant reaction after the Raiders game on Sunday. Okay, Mo, let's dive into this. If we start looking at the Raiders' schedule over the next five to six weeks and throughout the rest of the season, um, if we were to chart a course for the playoffs, what do the Raiders have to do? Do they need to run off a five-win uh, uh, run here in this next five-game stretch to have a chance at the playoffs? Could they win three in a row, lose one, win three in a row? Kind of what do you think of with scenarios? I mean, I know it's a tough task. Making the playoffs will be hard. It just will be. Uh, but I actually, after a week off of the Raiders not playing, 
I don't know why, but I have enthusiasm. I think they're going to make a run, whether or not they end up winning with, if they get to the 10 wins you predicted and have stuck with, if they get to 10 wins and make it in or don't make it in with 10 wins, I think they're going to get there. And you said this before, I think during our last show last week, that this part of the schedule, the next five to six games is going to decide their season because after the five, six game stretch, it leads you to around Thanksgiving, which is mm-hmm. when I said is the time where you start to see the separation, the real separation between playoff contenders and teams who are looking forward to the draft. So to answer your question, I don't think the Rays have to win five in a row per se, but they're going to have to win four or five, mm. five or six, maybe if they want a legitimate shot at making the playoffs. Cause as we said, the AFC even though the AFC West is not what we expected, we expected the AFC West to be a little stronger. The AFC West, the AFC is still a stronger conference over the NFC. So on the NFC side, where you may get an eight, nine team squeak in, I, I think you still, I think 10 wins, you still feel comfortable in the AFC. Maybe not in eight, depending on how things shake out late, but you want to shoot for 10. But I would well, say, but I would say really quick, within the next five games, they got to win at least four. They got to win at least four of them because if you lose two two, you're in trouble yeah they get they have to have a hot streak of some sort like you said i I don't necessarily think it has to be five in a row either but like you said four of six five of six uh and i think i think it's possible but you talk about the afc and the raiders chances in the afc i've been surprised of course on sunday afternoon we saw the chiefs and bills that did not disappoint another great game and i'm sure the raiders loved raider fans loved the fact that my camera froze. But anyway, we'll, we'll continue on. Um, that 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 Patrick Mahomes was intercepted late, right? Um, and and all of that. But at the same time, overall, though, Mo, you, you're talking about the AFC West not being as good as we thought it would be. I also see a lot of as good, as much better as the AFC is than the NFC. There's a lot more parity than I expected. Because you look at how the, well the Jets are doing. You look at how the Titans have surprised some people. You look at some of these other teams, and even the Patriots, right, have come to a point where you just didn't think they'd be there. Um, it's going to be a lot of com- a lot of competitive teams that I think nine or ten wins. Yeah, it's going to be similar to last year. I think the NFL loves this because it, yeah. you're, there's a reason to watch late. There's so many games you're going to have to watch in week 17 and 18 to see which teams make it. But I would say it's we're still we, we just got through the first third of the season. So as I just said a couple of minutes ago, the second third of the season, we'll, you'll see, you'll begin to see the separation. But what I will say about the AFC West is it, it looks like the Raiders, regardless of record, looks like the Raiders are the third best team in the division right now. Denver, mm-hmm. to me, still a mess. Russell Wilson is getting shots in his arm because he has a to- partially torn lat. I, I just don't mm-hmm. think they're ever going to look like the team that people thought they would be which is a Super Bowl contender. So I would give the Raiders the third best spot right now in the AFC West. Now, the Chargers have some injuries. They're without their star left tackle. Their right tackle position has always been shaky. We, t- we talked to uh, Nick Cothrell weeks ago about that. The right tackle position is just as shaky as the Raiders. Uh, their defense is pretty much up and down. And now that Nick Bosa is – Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa is on injured reserve with a torn groin, I believe. So he's yep. going to be out a while. Um, so that the, and JC Jackson, who's been their star, uh, Frazier pickup hasn't been what a lot of people expected. Uh, Nick wrote a piece saying that he's still trying to find his comfort zone on a new defense. So the chargers could be hot and cold. So that, that game against the Chargers is going to be huge, but let, huge. let's just focus on this on the second third of the season. If the Raiders can go on a run, 
perhaps they're neck and neck with the Chargers behind the Chiefs for the second spot. Who knows? But they're going to have to rattle off some type of win streak. And I'm talking, as I said, three, four wins back to back to back to back if they're going to make a run. Yeah, and 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 I was pretty I was pretty down on the Raiders a- after that Chiefs loss because of how it went. But I will tell you, for me, if I was if I was if if the Raiders were a stock right now going into Week Seven, I would be a buyer. I really would. And we saw this play out a little bit. And I know it's not much consolation to Raider Nation who does not want to be one and four, but. You saw a lot of national media. You saw some of these podcasts that interview players from around the league talk about how the Raiders are much better than their record. Now, you could argue that, no, they're not. Their record is who they are. But they also had some, some, some issues up front with injuries and, and, and just kind of getting used to the Josh McDaniels system. So, so when you look at something like that where you're seeing a lot of guys around the league, players talk about it, you're seeing people who cover the league – Yes, two weeks ago they were talking about how the Raiders were disappointing, and that's true as well. But they're also like everybody's waiting for this team to bust out. And I I do think there is something to that, Mo. I do think using this week off, uh, hopefully they they write they got their minds right. The coaching staff makes the adjustments that they need to do. The focus returns as they come back from this mini break. And they're ready to go. There's signs there on offense that it's it, it can happen. The defense now concerns me with Hobbs now being out and so on, uh, and all the issues we've talked about over the course of the year about the the defense. But overall, I think fans should have a positive outlook going into Sunday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think what we see and what a lot of other players in pundits see is that you got Derek Carr, you got Devontae Adams. I know Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro haven't been themselves compared to previous years, but those guys haven't forgotten how to play football. You're, you're <laughs> expecting those two guys to eventually turn it around. You got I know the defense has not played well, but you got Max Crosby. Chandler Jones started to start to come about last two weeks before the bye. I started to flash a bit. Nate Hobbs, as you mentioned, is on IR, but Rocky Asin has played a decent game on, on the boundary. Uh, Amik Robinson, our guy, has stepped up. So when you look at some of those names, specifically the stars, you're that's that's why you think the Raiders can rattle off some wins, especially with the teams coming up. You got the Texans, you got the Jaguars, you got the Saints, uh, teams who are struggling, and even the Colts who have seemed to right their ship. They're not explosive offensively. If you could score 24, 27 points, you have a chance to beat them, which the Raiders can do with their offensive weapons I just listed. But really quick. I had an exchange. I hate to name drop, so I'll keep it. I'll, I'll keep this anonymous. But I had an exchange with a Raiders reporter, someone who's around the Raiders on a daily basis, and it happened after I retweeted a video of Nick Sirianni and his awkward explanation of how the Philadelphia Eagles are coming along. He compared it to watering a plant, basically, and the roots being under the ground, and it takes a while for the plant to fully grow for everyone to see it. And it was very awkward, but. I said when, when he made that statement at the point, it was very, very, very out of place and not a great speaker at the podium, but he had a vision. 
And now the Eagles are undefeated 6-0 going into their week seven bye. So now when you look back at that message, you go, wow, he, you know, he really knew what he was talking about. Even though it didn't come out smooth to the media, <laughs> he knew what he had in that locker room. And the reporter told me that, you know, when the when he made that statement, the Eagles were also struggling, kind of like the Raiders. Now, not Josh McDaniels could say, okay, it, it's coming along. We're learning how to how to win and all this stuff and not how to and not lose. And he compared it to the Eagles situation. Now I get it. Sometimes when you see it in the locker room, other people don't see it outside, but you you could see it building, you could see it moving in the right direction. You just haven't reaped the results yet. Where I would push back on a reporter is that Eagles team had a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts. It was kind of in rebuild mode. And this goes back to your point about the Raiders. When Josh McDaniels came in and Dave Ziegler came in, they didn't inherit a team in rebuild mode. They inherited a playoff team. So the expectations were a lot higher. You're not expecting this team to start off two and five, three and six when you take over. You're expecting this team to take off because you got star players on offense. You got a couple of recognizable names on defense. It should be enough for you to start off better than one and four. So that's why I would push back on this reporter. But what I agree agree with him and say and connected to your statement was maybe we overestimated this Raider team. Maybe we expected this Raider team to build on what they had last year. And I believe you made this point. Maybe they're not building off of what they had last year. Maybe they have to reconstruct some things mm. to right the ship and steer in the right direction. Our fans don't want to hear it because it goes along with having patience. And Raiders fans hate to hear patience because they've heard that for for decades now. But as we can see, it's not a build. It's not a, just a, a seamless build off of last year. They're going to have to change some things around maybe. Maybe tweak some things. I have an article out on SportsNot today. That says five possible changes that we could see coming out of the buy for the Raiders. And I will advise people to check that out. We'll talk more about it in the next show. But I think there are some changes that we could see out of the buy that they make following their one and four start. Yeah, interesting stuff. And I think that uh, there there is question there. I mean, you're right. I mean, what, this team was building off a playoff year. But mm-hmm. it had holes. It had things that you want to do. You come in. You institute a new system. And you don't have all the right guys. You you do the best with what you got. We we, we saw that we've been criti- critical of this regime for the handling of the offensive line situation, and they might be getting to that. But they just decided, you know what? Maybe not now. Maybe next year when we have a different quarterback. Maybe maybe when we draft a, a young quarterback, get a line in here to build with that person. Who knows? We don't know. I'm not saying that's what they're going to do. I'm just saying it's a possibility. And, and we'll certainly talk about that. We'll talk about it coming up in the next segment, too, because we're going to talk about possibilities around the trade deadline. And if the Raiders are buying who they might be interested in and if they're selling, who might they ship away? So we'll do that next as Mo and I return on Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast right after this break. Don't go anywhere. 